0: and hello this is luminous star welcome to my channel for you all who are visiting for the first time again welcome to luminous star channel and why don't you go ahead and hit that subscription button below and join the star family if you are current subscribers you are my stars thank you so much for supporting me and keeping this channel active also thank you for sharing your stories with me but not only do you share them with me but you share them with the world and you not only inspire me, but you inspire the world. So keep sharing your stories. Today's video is about who appointed you savior of narcissists and those with a cluster personality. I'm going to be going over a few points as well as a few tools and also mind the description button. Pardon me, mind the description box below. And please go ahead and like and share the video. The topics of discussion, your character is not only exploited. It is assassinated. The unhealthy relationship with the narcissist and the cuspy personality has two main themes the hook of your obligation to save the cuspy personality and narcissist. All right, first point appealing characteristics of source supply, such as patience, compassion, and integrity, are not characteristics that are appreciated by the narcissist and those who have a clustered personality, but are exploited instead. Second point, One of the tactics for source supply used by narcissists is character assassination. On one hand, your character is being destroyed, while on the other, your appealing character is exploited by the clustered personality and narcissists for source supply. Third point. The unappealing characteristics such as manipulation, jealousy, and seducer is what is projected onto the targeted prey, while the narcissist or cluster personality denies having such traits. He or she attempts to have others believe that you are the one who is the undesirable somehow. Next point. Your identity is hijacked for source supply and for the purpose of having you appear to certain others as having the character of the narcissist or the personality while he or she pretends to have your appealing characteristics. First point, appealing characteristics of source supply, such as patience, compassion, and integrity, are not characteristics that are appreciated by narcissists and those with a classic personality, but instead they are exploited. Okay, so this is something that a lot of us, unfortunately, have come to learn. Those of us who have had relationships or who currently have relationships with those who have a classic personality or a narcissistic personality. So your characteristics are not appreciated. Instead, they are exploited. Now, the exploitation of your characteristics such as if you are a person who has empathy and you express empathy, you ever notice how the narcissist sometimes they will, on one hand, you know, they don't act like they appreciate you, but on the other, they want you to stick around. Well, that's why, because your appealing characteristics are characteristics that he or she, on one hand, they're jealous of, but on the other, they will exploit for source supply. What's one of the main reasons why the cluspy personality and narcissist needs source supply? Well, they have something called the false self image. So while they hijack on one hand, your characteristics, such as being a person who has empathy or sympathy, okay, they will exploit that. They will pretend to have those characteristics. While on the other hand, behind your back, possibly, they are destroying your character by using a tactic called character assassination. Some of you have already experienced this. Okay, so this is something that goes on for the duration of the relationship with a narcissist or cluster personality. And it's kind of weird. On one hand, yeah, they it's like they can't stand you. <laughs> but on the other they want you to stick around. They want you to stay in the relationship. It's kind of weird, but once you understand that the cluster B personality and narcissist has something called the false self, then you would begin to understand why they may want you to stick around. Second point, one of the tactics for source supply used by narcissists is character assassination. Okay, so I just explained that. Character, character assassination is when a person sets up scenarios to make it appear as if you have unappealing traits that he or she actually has, such as being manipulative, being a person who likes to gossip, spread rumors, or possibly even be deceptive. We already know firsthand that these are some of the characteristics that he or she has. Yet, they will make others or they will influence others that it is you who have these unappealing traits. Okay, while they at the same time take on your traits. The third point: the unappealing characteristics such as manipulation, jealousy, and seducer is what is projected onto you, the targeted prey. While the narcissist or personality denies having such traits. Pause. So basically, yes, not like I said, on one hand, he or she. The narcissist, that is, they will pretend to have your appealing traits while on the other, they will try to convince others or influence others that you are the one who is undesirable somehow because you're the one who is jealous. You're the one who seduces people to manipulate them. Okay, so this is what the Clusby personality and the narcissist does on a regular basis with those that they have a personal relationship with. And they do this, again, for source supply. So in order to have the false self-image uplifted, they have to obtain source supply. And this is one of the tactics that they use. Character assassination. Next point. Your identity is hijacked. Pause. I'll just start right there. Your identity is hijacked. Because the narcissist and a classic personality... They must have source supply by any means necessary. So in order for he or she to attract other targeted prey, they have to appear pleasant. That's where you come in. You have the, uh, you have the capacity to sympathize and empathize with others and to express compassion. Whereas the narcissist and the personality That doesn't come to them naturally. They have to act or pretend. So he or she will study you. And after they study you, they will hijack your identity and try to pretend that it is their identity when it's actually yours. And at the same time, they will use another tactic called character assassination. On one hand, when they are hijacking your identity, On the other hand, he or she is trashing your character. So this is where the character assassination comes in. He or she will pretend to be you, and they will influence others that you really are them. And some of you have experienced this. The cluspy personality and narcissists, again, on one hand, they will trash your appealing characteristics while influencing others that you are an undesirable person. At the same time, he or she is hijacking your identity. In other words, he or she is denying that they have nasty ways about themselves, but they are really the person who ought to be loved because they care for others. Unfortunately, those of us who have a personal relationship with him or her, we know all too well that this is a lie. All right. Next point. The two main themes of the unhealthy relationship with a narcissist and a inclusive personality is that he or she attempts to impersonate source supply while at the same time attempts to destroy the targeted prey's character in order to keep the false self-image relevant. Pause. I just explained that really on one hand, what's going on now, there's two themes in the unhealthy relationship with the narcissist and the cluster personality. There's a lot of themes, but there's two main ones. One is that he or she, the cluster personality and the narcissist, they are impersonating the source supply while at the same time, they are destroying the targeted praise character in order to keep the false self-image revel- relevant. So the main themes, two main themes again, is on one hand, the narcissist and the cluster personality is turning you down. And on the other, they are appearing to uplift you, but it's not for you, it's for them. <laughs> okay, so there's a lot of themes that are going on in the unhealthy relationship with the narcissist and classic personality. But these are the two main ones Okay, so the theme of a relationship is what's going on in the relationship. Is there a lot of manipulation going on in the relationship? That's the theme of the relationship. The theme, again, of a relationship, of any relationship, is the actions, the patterns, the behavior patterns, that is. What's actually happening in the relationship? Okay, so that's the theme of a relationship. Next point. Those who have a capacity to empathize and express compassion for others are the main targets in the unhealthy relationship with those who have a cuspy personality and those who may have a narcissistic personality. Pause. So, unfortunately, those of us who are 100, <laughs> okay, who are genuine. Who have the capacity to express empathy and sympathy for others. Because we really do care. Unfortunately, we are the ones who are main targets in the unhealthy relationship with those who have a clustery personality or a narcissistic personality. Because again, as I explained, he or she, the clustery personality or the narcissist, that is, they like to use the character assassination as a tactic for source supply. So on one hand, they will exploit those who have the capacity to love, to empathize, to sympathize, to express compassion and sympathy. They will exploit those individuals, while at the same time, they will absolutely pretend to be these individuals. So there again, those are the two main themes that are going on in the unhealthy relationship. On one hand, he or she, the narcissist that is, and the cluster personality, they seem to be tearing the source supply down. While on the other hand, they seem to be uplifting the source supply. But this is not for the source supply. This is to obtain the source supply. So they will exploit the fact that you have the capacity to love and the capacity to have compassion, and the capacity to empathize. They'll exploit those things, while at the same time, they will pretend to be you, while all the while, well, actually, all the while, they are tearing you down, which is the character assassination. Next point. There are several hooks in which one remains emotionally invested. In unhealthy relationships with the narcissist and those who have a cluster B personality, the main hook of those who are source supply is the desire and the capacity to express love. Expressions of love are wonderful, however, when it pertains to those who have a cluster B personality or a narcissistic personality disorder, love doesn't mean a thing. Unfortunately, those who are emotionally invested in an unhealthy relationship with the cluster B personality or the narcissist, believe that expressions of love will somehow change him or her. Pause that last point. Love is not really going to mean too much <laughs> to the cluster B personality or the narcissist, unless it will supply him or her. Because at the end of the day, the cluster B personality and the narcissist, they must have source supply by any means Necessary. So he or she, at the end of the day, love really doesn't mean anything unless it will supply him or her. So, expressions of love, they are wonderful. Absolutely. A lot of us have the desire for the connection, for the validation, to be loved and to love. However, when it comes to the cluster personality, And those who have a narcissistic personality, that is the part of themselves that they have detached from a long time ago. And we don't have anything to do with that. Okay, that's another video. But the bottom line is this. When it comes to expressing love to the cluster personality and the narcissist, it will be exploited. It will not be appreciated. And again, this is for source supply, which keeps... The false self image relevant. So while we are feeling great and there's nothing wrong with this again, with expressing love and compassion, I'll go ahead and add compassion, validation, sympathy, empathy. All these things are great to express. All of these things are great to have the capacity to express. However, when it comes to the cluster personality and when it comes to the narcissist, it doesn't mean anything to him or her. At the same time, your capacity to do these things or to express these things is exploited. And your character is assassinated while your identity is being hijacked. Okay, so there's a whole lot going on here. But a lot of you who are watching this video, you've already experienced this. Okay, so my heart goes out to you. You've already experienced this. So unfortunately, those of us who have the capacity to love and to have sympathy and empathy, the narcissist and the cluster B personality does not appreciate that we have the capacity to do these things. Instead, again, they exploit these things. The other thing I would like to add is that the cluster B personality and the narcissist, while they are exploiting others who have the capacity to love, the other thing that's going on is that the person who is expressing love somehow they think this may change the narcissist in the Kosi personality at one time or another. He or she has felt this way more than likely. Now, I'm not telling you, I know for certain that everybody who has done this felt this way. No, I am speaking from experience and from the testimonies I've actually heard people say. A lot of people who have been involved with the Closby personality, not only romantically, but having a personal relationship with him or her, at one point or another, he or she has at least had the thought of, well, maybe if I love them enough, they will change. Well, a lot of us have found that this is not the yeah. case. Tools. Give yourself permission to express with discretion, compassion, love, empathy and sympathy to those who have demonstrated that he or she is trustworthy. You are not an evil person if you choose to refrain from expressing yourself to those who have not earned your trust or respect. Pause just like I just said in the previous slide on that last point. At one time or another those of us who have been involved with the personality or the narcissist at at least one time or another we have had that thought well, if I love them enough, maybe they'll change. Yep, very often that is not the case. He or she, the narcissist, that is, and the cluster personality, they're not going to change. First of all, because they have no interest of changing, and not that they really have to change for anyone. The bottom line is this: the cluster personality and the narcissist, they find nothing wrong. In having unhealthy relationships, whereas they can use those unhealthy relationships to exploit others who have the capacity to love in order to have source supply. They see nothing wrong with that. That's called survival for them. So give yourself permission to express with discretion, compassion, love, empathy, and sympathy only to those who have demonstrated that he or she is trustworthy. This is not the narcissist or the custody personality. They have not demonstrated that they are trustworthy. So use discretion. (laughs) That's just my suggestion to you and my challenge to you, especially my stars. Use discretion. It's nothing wrong with you saying, well, you know what? I think I'm going to refrain. Okay. That doesn't mean that you are withholding in order to punish. See, that's the trick bag of the narcissist or the or the cluster personality, they like to withhold in order to punish you. Okay, so but you're not doing this by refraining from expressing yourself and having compassion and love and empathy and sympathy. No, you know you have these things. However, you don't have to freely shower this upon those who have demonstrated that they are not trustworthy. You don't have to do that. That doesn't make you an evil person. It makes you smart. (laughs) It makes you intelligent. It makes you a person who practices personal boundaries. So, no, you are not an evil person if you choose to refrain from expressing yourself to those who have not earned your trust or respect. Again, that is just good old-fashioned practicing personal boundaries and self-preservation. Next tool. As you work your support base, remember that your life has purpose, which does not include functioning as a human wastebasket and an emotional punching bag, a personal savior or parent for those who have a cluster B personality or narcissistic personality. Pause. No, that is not your purpose in life. I should hope. (laughs) I hope you don't feel and think that. No, your life has purpose overall which doesn't include your being a human wastebasket for anyone, yet alone the cluster personality or the narcissist, why should you be an emotional punching bag for anyone? Okay, a personal savior? I think not. Or a parent. For those of us who have been involved with the cluster personality and the narcissist, okay, unfortunately in the unhealthy relationship with them, a lot of us have played these roles, okay, as the human wastebasket, an emotional punching bag, a personal savior, and a parent to those who are really supposed to be responsible for us as our parents or maybe grandparents or aunts and uncles. Well, a lot of us have fulfilled these roles. So, That is not your life purpose. I'm quite certain that your life is more viable (laughs) than that. Okay, so remember that your life has purpose, which doesn't include these particular roles here. You're not a human wastebasket. You're not supposed to be an emotional punching bag. A personal savior? Why should you rescue someone who doesn't even appreciate you for that matter? And being a parent to those who are supposed to parent you. Okay? So those who have a B personality or a narcissistic personality, these are the roles that they really try to corner people into playing. The human wastebasket, the emotional punching bag, and so on and so forth. They really try to corner you into this. But they do it with a smile usually at first because they have to bait you. They have to hook you in. So they're not going to come out with the mask slipping off first thing. See, they have to seduce you first. They have to appeal to you. So it seems like it's normal and natural to play these roles when it's not. How is it natural? This is a rhetorical question. How is it natural? I mean, really, in any relationship, how is it natural to be a human wastebasket to anyone? It's not natural. Next tool, the narcissist and the cuspy personality is counting on your having a strong principle of being a good person, regardless of his or her traumatic tactics in order to obtain source supply from you. He or she does not wish to be reached, touched, or saved by love. Pause. Yes, he or she doesn't wish to be saved. Yet, a lot of us have tried to save him or her. The narcissist in the close personality doesn't give diddly squat. <laughs> they can care less about being saved by your loving them. They don't appreciate you for those things. They only want the source supply at the end of the day. Okay, so he or she, they don't wish to be reached or touched by love. They certainly don't care for you to save them by loving them. He or she, the narcissist that is, and a cluster B personality, more than likely, they cannot be saved, touched, or reached. Okay? Because they certainly don't seem to appreciate those who love him or her. And a lot of us have learned this by trial and error. A lot of us who have had unhealthy relationships with the cluster B personality, we've learned this. Okay, so, yeah, he or she does not wish to be reached, touched, or saved by love. So, just like the question I asked before, who appointed you to be savior of the narcissist or the customer personality? Okay, (laughs) signs of codependent behavior. Martyr, rescuing others to be, pardon me, rescuing others or the desire to be rescued. Strong obligation and responsibility to those who have a history of abusive behavior and language. Stockholm syndrome. Obsession to appease the narcissist or cluster B personality. Addiction to the unhealthy relationships with cluster B personality or narcissist. Unhealthy relationship or unhealthy relationships, because some of us have more than one cluster B personality. In our lives, (laughs) or at one time we did. Some of us had maybe more than one narcissist, okay? But the Stockholm Syndrome, that is when we feel empathy and sympathy for those who have uh, kept us captive in some way, shape, or form in an unhealthy relationship, okay? So that's the Stockholm Syndrome. When a person has sympathy and empathy or maybe even feeling love For those who have been abusive to him or her or have mistreated him or her severely and who have kept him or her like a captive in an unhealthy relationship, they felt trapped in the relationship. Okay, so that's the Stockholm syndrome. Being a martyr, a person who has a love affair, actually, with being a person who suffers a lot. Who has a victim mentality and seems to be obsessed with it. That's a martyr, a person who seems to love or have a love relationship or a love affair with being a person who suffers a lot. This is usually also a person who takes a lot of crap and BS from other people, yet they remain in an unhealthy relationship. Some of us know people like that some of us at one time were people like that okay not judging i'm just making a point some points here so rescuing others or the desire to be rescued okay so that kind of goes hand in hand with a person who's a martyr but the question that i asked at the beginning of the video rescuing others or the desire to be rescued okay that goes hand in hand With the question that I asked, who appointed you to be the savior, okay, of the narcissist or the cluster B personality? A lot of us who were groomed as children to behave codependently, it was the cluster B personality parent who appointed us to be savior of him or her. You know, whomever the narcissist or the cluster B personality may have been, which could have been our parents or one of our parents or someone who was responsible for us when we were children. So when we were children, some of us were groomed to behave codependently. It becomes natural to us to rescue others. And sometimes we desire to be rescued. And that goes right on into being appointed to be somebody's savior. Okay? And it's usually people who have a predatory nature that we try to save. Strong obligation and responsibility to those who have a history of abusive behavior and language so if they're they, they have a vowel language they had you know they're cursing like sailors now i'm not judging i'm just saying some of us right who behave codependently we have a strong sense of obligation and responsibility to individuals who first of all have not even demonstrated that they're trustworthy Okay, because there's a history of abusive behavior and language. They've called us every name but something positive or a child of God, if you will. They've called us everything, every nasty, vile thing in the book. So that's where the abusive language comes in, verbal abuse. Having a strong obligation and responsibility to these people is a sign of codependency because really when you look at it, why would an individual have a strong obligation or a responsibility for someone who has been irresponsible for caring and nurturing him or her? Think about that. So that's a lopsided relationship. Okay, that's not even a fair exchange. So the rhetorical question is, how is that natural to have a strong obligation and responsibility for anyone on the planet? parents included, doesn't matter, for anyone who has a history of abusing you and mistreating you, R- rather it was verbally, physically, sexually, financially, or whatever, that's the history. Yet, there's a strong obligation and responsibility to care for him or her, which goes right into rescuing him or her, and also behaving like a person who's a personal savior to him or her. Voila, codependency. Okay, let's move on. I want to thank you for watching. Also, everyone who is watching, I wish you the very best. I'm Luminous Star. Stay tuned for more videos.